All right, Sunday Pour, 11.01 on Thursday night. And once again, the Yankees have gone into Houston, and their bats have gone cold. They're down 2-0 in the ALCS, coming home for a 4 o'clock game on Saturday. Play again Sunday and Monday if necessary. Um, It was uh, frustrating. Frustrating two games here to start after an exhilarating night in Cleveland. I'm sorry, in the Bronx against Cleveland to get us here. And now... uh, Knocked on their asses a little bit, but headed home. It's not a it's not a series, so the home team loses. If I could say something positive in that dreadful opening, um, let's get it here. I know he's going to have some some commiserating to do over these last two games. Yeah, um, I don't want to ask you how you're feeling. What are you thinking? Yankees in six. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, Do I need to look, elaborate? No, not at all. I mean, that's that's got good. Turn the page. Let's get to Saturday. You have to. There's no looking back. You lost in Houston. It's no big deal. You go and you protect your home your home field and you win it in six in Houston. You redeem yourself there. Hey, protect your home field. Bats come back to life. Houston's not hitting the shit out of the ball. They're not on fire. No. No. It was uh Altuve still hitless. Uh, Jordan has been held in check. Kyle Tucker hasn't done much. I don't like looking at Kyle Tucker. I don't know how you watch that guy on your team for a season. Just then, it's all chin into the neck. It just it all blends together. It's very weird. Weird looking guy. He's almost like a. Uh, he's almost like one of those um, like figurine baseball players. Yes. They- yeah, I'm surprised you should be doing the uh, the laps like during the seventh inning stretch. Yeah, one of those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Very weird looking guy. Um, tough, tough to look at. Tough to lose to. Um, yeah, you're right though. Everybody's been held in check for the most part, but um, including our entire offense. Yes. Well, yeah, it's been offensive. It's been an offensive offense. Uh, I think uh, I think I think uh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You go ahead. I was gonna I was gonna get very granular there. So what do you what do you got? I, I think the problem uh with these first two games in Houston is it's not two games. It's it's like six years of the same game in Houston, and it's just yeah tired tired of watching it. Like I'm yeah. tired of I mean, first of all, can I just start off with this? I had no idea the roof opened in Houston. <laughs> Yeah. I, I didn't know that was yeah. retractable. They were talking about it yesterday. I was like, what? The roof might be open tomorrow. What does that mean? That's got to be new. I've I, ne- we have never played a game there where the roof has been open. I refuse I, to believe it. <laughs> Enron Field, Minute Maid, whatever the fuck it's called, I've never seen the roof open. Yeah, all of a sudden they cut in a sunroof over there. Very weird. And I had a bad yeah. feeling. I had a bad feeling when they when it came on. I saw flags blowing. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't what is this? I'm not, I'm not supposed to be seeing the fucking downtown Houston. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to see downtown Houston. No, I do. I definitely don't want to see it. No, it was so uh, yeah, very very weird way to to go in there. I knew yeah because they were talking about it yesterday, so I kind of took it like oh how did I miss that or maybe they just never keep it open because it's always so fucking hot there. I don't right, know. I assume you have to like the Rangers built a new stadium dome right across from the old one because the other one they used to have to play like all night games they couldn't have day games there because it's too hot there and that's dallas which is like four hours north of houston yeah so so uh there's one observation uh houston but whatever minute made whatever it's called i'm calling it enron um because that's where the cheating began yep yeah. Enron is starts at the top. <laughs> it's a hitter's ballpark. You'd never know it. Now in the Yankees and Astros, it's the opposite of like Yankees Red Sox in Fenway. It's yeah, it's it's always like this. You're right. It is six years because it's it's always four to three, three to you know, three to two. It's the same game. 
you would never know it's an offensive ballpark. It makes you feel great about the pitching. It makes you feel phenomenal about our pitching. Yeah, the, in 2017, we scored three runs in four games in Houston. Yeah. Yep. 2019 was a little bit better, I think, because we won. We actually won a game in there, mm-hmm. but still, wasn't great. And then, obviously, this series, what did we score? Two and so four runs. Yeah, uh, all in all, it's let's see, oh and four, one, so one and eight in our playoff history in Houston. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't even know where to start. Uh, Rizzo's the only guy who battles, he's the only guy who has an approach, it seems like, on the team. Yeah, he's put a even that last at bat, he struck out as good at bat. This is recency bias, but I have to say this, even though he's kind of been good. Torres in the ninth inning, fucking just horrible at bat. Hor- yeah. He actually made two – he actually gave him two pitches that he could have done something with, and Cardinals just scored. I saw – I'm watching NFL Network, Bills, Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was, I, was, I was really mad, and I was starting to set up like one out in the ninth because I, I knew it was over. I had no faith. I was standing, but I was still setting up. Uh, so Glaber pissed me off. Um, let's see. We could go Donaldson. We could go Carpenter, who's not ready to play. Obviously, Glaber just a moment gets too big for him. He just he he tries to do too much. He's always always been like that. Just a moment is just too big for him. He but just, his what, postseason numbers would tell you that he's been good. Not this postseason. Yeah, I feel I feel the numbers. I don't know. I feel like even regular. Yeah, he has big hits sometimes, like in the regular season too. But I just feel like it's always when the pressure's amped up, when the pressure's more on him. If he if he has to bat like up in the lineup, he just puts he just, just changes his approach maybe, or he changes his attitude, changes his. I don't know what it is. I just feel like I don't trust him in a big moment. I don't. He's won games. He's had game winning hits before. So it's crazy lot, yeah. for me to say. It's great for me to say, but I just I don't. I have no faith because I because because of that because I don't think he's gonna. He could put the bat in the ball, but I know he's not gonna battle. He's not gonna put. He's not gonna put a good. Um, oh, his little fisticuffs. The uh, cornerback just flipped the receiver after the play in uh, in the Arizona and uh, New Orleans game. But it's offensive orgy in Arizona. I mean, I can't believe it. The last two weeks there was no baseball. No, it was a field goal fest. No, not no. It's two back to back pick sixes by Andy Dalton. Still points. <laughs> it's exciting. Defense to offense. Yeah. Um, I just I know he's not gonna put a good at bat up there, Labor. So I just it's, it's like maybe he'll and run into maybe he'll run into one, but you'll get uh, that's like, what I was hoping. Yeah, you'll, you'll get like one check swing out of it. You get one bad swing out of it, and maybe the third one he con- he makes contact with. You know, like and he, you- he's always he's always capable too of just going back into his shell and being yeah. August Glaber. Yes, trade yeah. uh, you know sensitive. I was I was almost traded for Pablo Lopez Glaber, <laughs> well, which is yeah. always a risk. And let's be real about one thing in this game: the two runs they got were a gift from yeah. Valdez. Oh. Oh yeah, absolutely. Should have been a double play, and at worst, runs, it should have yeah. been. At worst, it should have been. Uh, you know, one out. We should have got Stan at first. Mm-hmm. He trips over his own feet, throws the ball away, second and third. Rizzo again, only guy with an approach, puts the ball on the uh, puts the bat on the ball, RBI ground out, and then Glaber obviously with the infield single. But I mean, they should have been shut out. Yeah, det- entirely possible that that's the way this game went. Yeah. Yeah, you want I mean, Valdez dominated. You want to give him credit? That's fine, but I mean, it's it's. it's I mean, yeah, I'll it's give him credit. Tonight. He's very good. Oh yeah, no, he's he's great. But um, just uh, a lot of bad at bats. He was strike one every at bat. Just strike one. Him and Verlander were strike one. You were down all one automatically. And Verlander was a little more frustrating because he he could have been had early on. Yeah, he definitely. And they let him off the hook. That's for sure. Yeah, he got, he got in trouble a couple of times. Runners on, left a little bit, left a little, little bit uh, of a village on the base paths. Um, 
and then he settled, settled in and had I don't yeah when when a good pitcher gets gifts like that it's like you know you're not getting any more chances against them you know you're gonna get shut down the rest of the way yeah Is Framber like a little like Barry Zito that with that hook no I feel like Zito's like started at first base well no I feel like Zito no his was like, he was up and six. down yeah. His started at the yeah it was I feel like his was more of a looper than Framber's. Framber seems a little more tight, a little, a little more bite on it. Yeah, Zito's was like <laughs> Zito's is one of the most drastic ones I could think of. It was, oh yeah, definition of twelve to six. Yeah. Um. No, I don't know. I don't know who to compare Framber Valdez to. It's like a left-handed Johnny Cueto. Kind of looks like Radio Raheem from uh, Do the Right Thing. Is that his name? Yeah, I killed your fucking radio, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big boy, Framber. Yeah. They, they, oh, they, I mean, I did. I, they called him barrel-chested on the broadcast tonight. They brought out the barrel-chested, which is always a nice way to describe a guy. So, <laughs> we, we talked about this at some point in the show. That, that like description of a male is kind of it's kind of uh extinct. They don't talk about guys like that anymore. There's no barrel male. chested. Yeah. Like the all, all shoulders and chest, like kind of you know, nineteen thirties bodybuilder look. Yeah, like I picture like the the like vaudevilles. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh yeah. So I think this is the problem. I think this is the problem. Is you look at the Astros, right? Yeah. And you look at them and you look at the back when we play. I'm not even going to count 2015 because that Yankee team stunk when we lost to them in the wild card. Yeah, it was a shell. That's, yeah, the A-Rod, A-Rod team. El- Ellsbury, McCann, yeah. Beltron. Yeah, Ug- awful. Ugly team, yeah. So we'll just go from like 17 on. And you look at the Astros, and they've been to six straight LCSs now. So, I mean, they kind of are a small market team, Houston. They don't they don't really operate like a big market team, right? You would you would say that? Yeah, mid mid market, I would say. They're not a small market. Yeah, mid market. Well, the only reason I would say that is because they've let Springer Springer go, Correa. Go. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to look at the pitching side of it. Keiko's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, Cole, obviously, to us. Mm-hmm. Charlie Morton is gone. Mm-hmm. And he's been on like three teams since he's been on Houston. It feels like Tampa, Atlanta, whoever he's on now. I think it's still Atlanta. Um, so they lose all these guys. Those are like five guys off the top of my head that were a part of either a World Series team or a team that's made deep postseason runs. Mm-hmm. And they replace them with, you know, the kid Pena at short. Yep. Talker, we, who we just mentioned, mentioned about the stick figure, mm-hmm. right? Jordan, yep. right, in left field. These are all within. These are all guys within that were developed through their system. Well, you were on the traded for, right? They got him for the Dodgers. Right. That may have just been a horrendous. Josh Fields, I think, was the, okay. who they traded yeah. for him. Yeah. I don't know how much credit you want to give to Houston for that, but yeah, I, he did. I mean, he played minor league ball with Houston, though. Okay. Sure. That's so it's kind of like it's kind of like labor. It's kind of like labor with the Yankees. Is he yeah. a farm? Yeah. You didn't draft him, but you got him before he made it to the bigs. Yeah. Okay. He's your right. Guy. And then you have on the pitching side, Framber, who's a legit ace. He's, you know, behind Verlander, but he's 1A, 1B with Verlander. Yeah, he's gotten better over the last three years. Yeah, I mean, he's Yankees have not developed a pitcher like Framber since like Pettit. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like been 25 years. Yeah. It's not even close. It's not, another, yeah. it's, not, it's not in the game plan for the New York Yankees. Even a guy like Presley, who was like middle of the, you know, heat bullpen guy mm-hmm. a few years ago. Like, now he's their closer. Well, dominant you know? closer, yeah. They were talking, dominant yeah. closer. Yeah. 
Like there was Ken Giles back in 2017, who was a disaster. <laughs> um, but you know, they had Osuna, who was like a hired gun. He came and went. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just developing a guy and finding out his place, finding out where he belongs, using him for his strength, you know. Right. And they've done that with other guys too, like even like uh even like this dude Abreu. Mm-hmm. I don't even Brian Abreu. Like I, I'm not even fam- that familiar with their with their pen because it seems like they're kind of I know it's good, but it, it seems like it's just new guys kind of every year, mm-hmm. just in and out. Um so you look and I mean the the mere the the parallels between I don't know if parallels is the right word, but it's almost mere images what they've done with Pena. And what we did with the IKF Peraza situation, they got rid of Correa, mm-hmm. right? And they gave this kid Pena basically the keys. They're like, "You're going to be our shortstop. Go out there and get him." He's you know early in the season, he's batting ninth, he's batting eighth. He's okay. He was like a fantasy guy. I think I picked up for a little bit. He was okay, like a little punch and Judy, but. You know, good, like, you solid at best. Rookie. He's a rookie. Yeah. Up and down. Still has time to develop, but he's been a little great this series. Right. And you want to know why? It's because they played him all season long at shortstop to the point now where he's no longer a rookie and he's batting second and he's in the middle of everything. Yeah. The Yankees bring in a stopgap who's not even a shortstop and they decide to bring up Pena, remember, plays 150 games with the Astros. Peraza gets called up in September and has 40 at bats. Mm-hmm. And we decided game four of the ALDS that we're going to play at shortstop and bat you eighth or whatever it is. So when you look no, at the two guys, game, when you even, when, even, when you look at game four, the game game two of the AL, of the ALDS, <coughs> right? Because we went back to it was even on the roster. Went back to I. You're right. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I was thinking. I was thinking we, Cabrera. We decided. We decided. I got, <laughs> I got my Oswaldo's confused. I understood. Yeah, I understood. We decided in game two of the ALCS that Peraz is going to be our shortstop. So when you look at Pena, shortstop, two hitter in the middle of every rally, getting big hits, mm-hmm. and you look at Peraza batting eighth, looking you know overmatched like a guy who has had. 50 at-bats in the big leagues, right there is perfect mirror images of one organization that's run well Mm -hmm. and our organization who I don't even know who the fuck is in charge, but they suck at whatever they're doing. It's ridiculous. It's it's very true. And, you know, I mean, you could see, like, Decay can play because the things that, like, like hitting, you have to be, like, Locked in, you have to be doing it. You got to know the pitching a little bit. They got to be used to the. You're seeing it with level. Carpenter right now. Like he's just not. He hasn't yeah. seen pitches. Yeah, a guy who's a very good hitter. You, you know, that the last at bat, and all of yesterday at bat, yesterday's at bats, and two pinch hit at bats in the last series. He just doesn't. He's not there. And now you have it with Peraza. You see him in the field making slick plays, but which is just instinct. Which is just it's you and your hands and your glove, and like you're good to go. If if the ball's there, you're gonna make the play. If you're not, as long as you're not nervous, and you're not, you know, you're not like the the moment's not too big for you. You'll make the play. At at the at plate at the plate though, it takes time. You can't just throw a guy out there. And now he's probably gonna get bent. He's probably gonna play on Saturday. He's gonna. <laughs> oh, he's you gonna, gotta play him. Well, yeah, of course you have to play him. But I mean, they like they, they don't know what they're doing. This game, you you made it all this way, and you have no idea what you're doing. Like the 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 game one lineup showed me a guy who didn't know how to make a lineup. <laughs> and this lineup showed me a guy who knows he fucked up the first lineup and wanted to make it right with this lineup. Like, oh, well, I'm going to just try everything different today. Except for Donaldson. Let's keep him in there, maybe drop him a spot. Let's keep Josh Donaldson in there who can't catch up for it. I mean, I know he had a double today, but he just has put – maybe, we mentioned Glaber, but Donaldson maybe has the worst at-bats of an everyday player. Carpenter. Josh Donaldson gets Josh Donaldson gets treated like it's 2015. He's in the middle of his MVP season and he's just in like a week or two long slump. That's how he was treated for six months. Yeah. He hasn't hit all oh, breaking time. news. Let's break it. 
Oh. Christian McCaffrey is a 49er. Whoa. Wow. I'm watching NFL Network right now. Yeah. It's way better than the game you're watching. I don't know what they're doing, but it's just Randy Moss highlights. That is awesome. From his entire career. It's just been Randy Moss highlights for the last eight minutes. Unless they mentioned it in the broadcast. I mean, I don't have the sound on, but unless they mention the broadcast, they've shown nothing. No, nah, it's just uh, I saw bottom of the screen. So McCaffrey, uh, Niners. Three McCaffrey fantasy owners. Uh, there is hope. Yeah, I guess so. Jeez, not a fire sale in Carolina, though. <laughs> no, no. Um, I'll give you something that's a little depressing. I forget what you were even just saying. Uh, oh, what, Yankees lineup. Would you like? Would you like a depressing, uh, fun fact? Sure, I guess. Astros have played five games, five playoff games. One through six has been the same every game <laughs> in the lineup. It's been – um, I didn't even know you were allowed to do that. I thought there was a rule that you had to, like, you know, change it up every fucking day. <laughs> it has been um, – I'm drawing a blank on who they're – oh, Altuve, Pena, uh, Alvarez, Bregman, Tucker, Guriel. One through six every game, and then seven, eight, and nine gets a little, a little we, murky. I don't think we've gone in the past like, in the past four years. I don't think we've done that in a five game stretch ever. Five game stretch? How about a three game series? Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm sure. We, I'm. Sure, I'd say no. This, that that doesn't happen. That has not happened. Uh top two maybe. Yeah, and, and we and there are three, maybe. I mean, it's oh. not like you know, old Yankee teams were always like that. Like '96, you could point at the World Series where guys got benched out of nowhere. Yeah, you'd have Boggs. We'd be mix them up. I have no problem with it, but when it's when there's no like strategy to it, when it's just like throwing darts blindfolded backwards, I, I it doesn't. Like Boone is just he just he he needs to have a script. And they don't write good scripts, like the from the lineup to how he how he manages the bullpen, like on down, like he just it's all laid out there, but it doesn't make any fucking sense sometimes. And if he gets like knocked, he gets knocked a little bit, he doesn't know how to handle that. But I mean, the lineup situation. Again, I did not understand one thing, and I, we, I could have made the lineup. You could have made the lineup. Joe Torre could have came back. Joe Girardi could have came back and made the lineup. We probably lose this game because we don't hit. But yeah, no, I didn't, get bailed I didn't out because you don't hit. Right. It it it, it is true. Mm-hmm. That is a Yankee like manager like October exit. Whether it's Torre Girardi or Boone, it's like you get bailed out by the offense not hitting. Yeah. Like all three yeah. of those guys in our lifetime, yeah, have been like, well, what do you want them to do? We don't hit. Except two of them have had consequences for it. And one, after the team did fucking hit in the playoffs, got fired. It's fair. It's fair. So, I mean, the Boone has never faced a consequence for his team not showing up in the playoffs. No. It's, it's all true. All true. Um, the fuck was I going to say? What were we talking about? Lineup. Stay, you know, uh, Peraza, IKF, not having, you know, it's not the same. It's not the same lineup, but uh, yeah, that's what you're talking about. Something with the lineups and how stability they're not, lineups. Yeah, something along those lines. Stability. I'll get yeah. it back. I'll get it back at some point. Well, probably not. It's probably gone forever. Let's be honest. Oh, I got it now. That's it. I challenge him, and I, that's how you get it out of him. You tell him you can't do it, and he got it. And he's doing it. <laughs> And I know the answer to this. I'm going to see if you know. Oh. Rizzo has been our best player, as I noted. At least best at bats. I know Bader's got a few more home runs, but like Rizzo, if you need like a single, you're behind in the count 0 and 2. He's going to choke up. I mean, you saw it with the RBI ground out. Like that mm-hmm. was big. Moved Stan over. Yep. Moving him down to fourth. Why it's like it's almost like you demoted him. I want Rizzo getting more at bats. Yeah, yeah. They don't know. They don't know how to use this, this, the talent that they have. They don't know how to use the guys. And it, 
I mean, you know why? You know why? It's a simple why they moved them down the fort. Just because there's a lefty on the mound? Lefty on the mound, too. Yeah. yeah. So they get Judge and Stanton up there. I mean, just leave Rizzo three, Stanton four. I, and again, they still lose if I make the lineup and I put Rizzo three, Stanton four. I understand that. But it's little shit like that where it's like, what are we doing? Well, it just what are we it, doing? Well, it just goes to show you, like they moved Judge to lead off sometime at the end of August, beginning of September, to get him going because he was the team was the team was slumping. They needed to shake things up a little bit. They moved him to one. They started winning, but not one person was thinking like, "Here's our best player, best RBI guy. We're batting him one." And then you can go, you bring it into the playoffs, and like the the, the fact that they don't think. To change that like aspect of it, I know like what's well, new world, and I'm fucking a dinosaur thinking like you have your best hitter batting third or whatever. But I mean, you, you hit like he went games without having runners on base. It's it's, yeah. like, it's just crazy to think like. So I don't even I don't even know what to make of their strategizing at all. So yeah, moving Rizzo to fourth because there's a lefty in the mound, especially when. In the past, like they love to do the mix and match, but for some reason, it's a lefty. And again, it's Rizzo. Rizzo hit, you know, Rizzo's gonna have good at bats against righties and lefties. So, I mean, there's no reason to like not trust him. It's not like he bats like 112 against lefties. Not that that would right. matter. If he, not that it would matter, if he batted 112 with 12 home runs against lefties, they'd have him up there anyway. No, and you know, if he struck out 85 times but had 12 home runs against lefties, they wouldn't care. 12 home runs. Yeah, but well, I mean, it's did you like, did, did you like um, Bader in the leadoff spot? Um, I mean, better than Glaber. Yeah, Glaber is not. <laughs> a, I mean, we don't have a leadoff hitter. That's the biggest problem. That's why the only did, reason I'd want Bader there. I, I I don't know how else you'd put there, Bader. I mean, the, what Bader did on the judge fly ball. Taking that base is the reason I would keep him there, because he's, he's a good base runner. He's he's you know when he's on there he's gonna he's gonna take the extra base. He's gonna be able to go first to third, you know, or you know whatever he's gonna do. He's gonna get gonna get that run home if there's a play. That's the only reason I would keep him there because I don't I don't I don't want Glaber there. I don't know how else you would put there. Yeah, I didn't like it at first, but I, I there's no. There's nobody to really replace him with. There's no alternative, no. Our two leadoff hitters are hurt. LeMahieu and Benintendi are the only guys who yeah. uh, who make sense to lead off. So we don't have a leadoff hitter. It's, yeah. Bader, it's Bader. or I mean, could talk me into IKF if he gets in the lineup, but uh, no, I don't know. I, I don't know if I. I don't know if IKF is getting in the lineup. I think. I, mean, I know. God. No, I think it's Bader. Bader, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton on Saturday. I think it has to be. Bader, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, Glaber, five. I mean, I, I know what I would do. I'm not counting on this, but I'm going IKF at third, Prozit short. I'm just going a little, a little more contact-oriented Yeah, lineup. I don't want to see Don- – Donaldson hasn't put a good swing on a ball. Uh, yeah, I mean that doubles. I mean the double. He's go. Donaldson's touch. going to play. Like uh, there's no doubt in my mind, Donaldson's playing Saturday because, and Boone said it after game one. Like, how bad was Donaldson? And they uh, they asked him about it, and he was like, "Oh, he was uh, very encouraging the walk that he worked in the eighth inning, or yeah, eighth inning." Well, and Donaldson exactly. Night. So it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be like. He had a double in the second inning, and you know, big a big walk to extend the game. The ninth inning, so Donaldson's going to play. Tell him to take some walks during the game too, so he's not just an automatic out from uh, first to the eighth inning, please. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, you know where I stand. I play IKF at third, Prozet yeah. short. Yeah, I don't think uh, he's IKF at third. I think that's out of the question, unfortunately. Probably they did see it a little bit in the regular season. There was. Uh, 
like yeah. one or two games where he started. They were wary to go that route for some reason. I don't know what it was. I, w- I wish. I wish they would just go, go get away from Donaldson and, and try that. Try that. I'd, I'd much rather have the IKF, Peraza, Oswaldo, Cabrera. That I'd rather much rather have those guys in the Donaldson um, and uh, Carpenter lineup we had the other night. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, they had a chance to bring Carpenter back like that last series and then they didn't do it. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I, I have no idea why. I'd be more I'd be more encouraged if his at-bats looked like decent at-bats and he just wasn't getting around on it, but he's not even like making contact to make like to foul pitches off, having good at-bats, uh, working in a bat. He's just not there. He's he struck out every at bat he's had, and it's like <laughs> the result. Literally, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, no. You're, oh, you're right. And tonight, and tonight was a a brutal one. A check swing, check swing to end it. It's uh, just off. Um, so it's like I don't know. It's almost like you have a useless bench now. I mean, you have LaCastro as a pinch runner, Carpenter. You're still going to go to him for. If you need a if you need a three run day, like you had a pinch, we got to go back to Trevino. That's another thing, like because Higgy, you know, it's not it's not his fault, but you got to go back to Trevino on on Saturday too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was a spot where you had to send up Carpenter. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. Yeah, you had to. Not, nothing you could do there. That's and I think they would, and if he had gotten on or worked the walk, yeah, I think you had to go IKF for Peraza. Yeah, Peraza is not ready to hit in that spot. Yeah, you're absolutely right. 40 at bats in his career. Why, yeah. why would he be ready for game two of the ALCS? Hey, yeah, you're the shortstop now. <laughs> against, against, yeah, all-star closer. Uh, the yeah. game must have went final. They ended the Randy Moss uh, montage. Yeah, it just ended. Just they ended. were going year by year. That was awesome. It was right in time for the Patriots one, so they got to like, cut it perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much I really uh, have to add. Cole's got to give us a ace performance. Get us back in. Get get everything back in. Yes, yes. Give us a chance to uh, dream. That's it. That is it, man. Um, without yeah, without him showing up on Saturday, he doesn't show up on Saturday. Season's over. That's basically it. Yes, that's it. Her life is in your hands, dude. Yep. Go save us. Save the season again, Garrett. <laughs> Again, yeah. Well, hey, that's what an ace is for, and that's how you—that's how you make it from this round to the next. If you even by losing two games up front, you have guys come and save the season. So it's not out of the question. It has been done before. Yeah, go out one Saturday. That's it. Then you got yourself a series. That's it. You lose it. Start talking Sorry. about. Start talking about Sorry. who's. Start talking about how you know where Judge is going to play next year. <laughs> Will Anthony Volpe start the year in AAA? No, but he'll be back. But it'll be but it'll be ready to go for the ALCS if we make it. <laughs> Josh Donaldson will he be our cleanup hitter on opening day? <laughs> if Boone has to say, if Boone's still the manager, then yes. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's uh frustrating. Just go Houston. It's just more of the same. House of horrors down there. It's been said a billion times in the past two days, but can't win. Can't win down there. And just as an organization, they do everything better. As a team, they do everything better. As an organization, they do everything better. They develop players. We develop Gary Sanchez and Greg Bird and Jackson Frazier. Hey, we hey, we we Jackson Frazier. That's his name now. Change his name. He changed his name to Jackson Frazier? Oh, man. Yeah. Or Did maybe it's his middle name that he goes by Jackson Frazier. Now Google it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna Google that. I'll see one him. Want too many concussions. I'll see him when he comes to town playing for the Cubs. CTE Frazier. Yeah, Clint Jackson Frazier. It's his middle name he goes by now. Why? I don't care why. Don't even tell me why. I don't care why. <laughs> That that's what I knew. Like I knew Twitter was batshit crazy. Like for, or I've known it for a while. 
but I just never realized like the baseball fans on Twitter were batshit crazy until like the love for Clint Frazier. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why do people love this guy? He's never done anything. He's not very good. I know the organization has to be has to blame for some somehow they treated him, but he was never like he was never that good. Like if I, I had high hopes, but my high hopes were dashed by his performance pretty quickly. <laughs> it sucked. Yeah. Your hopes were dashed by your eyeballs. Yes. <laughs> by the reality of the situation. So at least Greg Bird had a big postseason home run. He did, Andrew Miller, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. So always have that, Birdie. <laughs> uh yeah. So season's on the line Saturday. Five ten. All, right. All right. Well, take a quick break, come back here and take do our picks. Sure. All right. All right. Week seven NFL picks. Let's get right into it because I do want to mention a couple quotes from the post game that you might not like. Oh, do baseball first. Oh, you want baseball first? Yeah, yeah. Keep it going for baseball. Do picks one. Uh, we're done here. Yeah, no. Keep the keep the baseball momentum going, please. Oh, who has who's 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 quoting already? Who's already fucking up on the quotes? Come on, Boone. Boone blame the roof for uh, for Judge's ball not going out. Why'd you knock down Bregman's ball? Jesus. Well, Severino had a quote about that. He said Bregman hit it at 91 miles an hour. And Judge hit his 106 miles an hour, and it didn't go out. I don't know. They got lucky. Well, that's great that you know that the speeds of the hits are, man. One went out, one didn't go out. Why are we talking about it? The roof is open. (laughs) roof is closed. Who gives a shit? Other than, you know, just like us being – we all play in the same field. They didn't close it for their at-bats. What the fuck are they talking about? Talk about the fucking roof. Jesus. They had a guy in the field hugging Altuve before the last inning. Didn't fuck them up. <laughs> I don't fucking yeah. hear about it. Fucking, they come back from the break, and for three minutes, they're just like very casually saying that the fan is hugging Altuve. He's not letting go. Like, that's not a fun little fact. That's some stranger hugging a dude. It's very weird. Maybe dangerous situation. And they're like yucking it up. Like, oh, don't do it. Don't do that. Waste of time. You know, you're going to get arrested. $10,000. Didn't fuck them up. No, nope. came out and got three outs. I don't want to hear about the fucking roof from the players, man. You're all play. You play outside for 162 well, games. You're fucking outside for every game. Like who gives a shit? I manager mean, started it. Don't make excuses. Manager started it. Don't make excuses. It's a losers make excuses. I know you lost, but I mean, on some on the Saturday, fuck man. They all played. They yeah. all played in the same fucking field. Who gives a shit? Yeah, that's all I had. I had a. I swear, I searched Twitter. I, I did it. I did it to myself. I you, went you seeking back. I went seeking bad quotes. Did it, did it to me. I I went seeking bad quotes specifically. Massive. And, and nobody and nobody mentioned how they got gifted like the two unearned runs that they wouldn't they wouldn't even, <laughs> they wouldn't even be in a position to to take the lead there. Yeah. If they didn't, if if you know, Valdez had a. Was able yeah. to balance himself. If he whatever. knew how to tie his shoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, uh, like I know you want to like look for reasons, but you just didn't fucking hit. Why does that have to go out? Maybe, maybe he had four hits. He had four hits. Yeah. Maybe it's some more fucking line drives. Not not relying one guy to hit home run to fucking win you the game. I mean, that's what the, I was the Astros formula, and it worked. But it was a three run home run in a game that the opponent only scored two. You couldn't touch your any of your pitchers, either of your pitchers. Anyway, mm. you know what? The biggest, the biggest play in that game might have been the uh, the Stanton at bat, and there's a three zero pitch that was right at like it was right below the strike zone. They called it. It was strike. a ball. Yeah, it was a ball. That might have been the that might have been the turning point because then that at bat because then I thought he was pitching around Stanton because he kept he's I don't know why he'd be pitching around him, but he was being way way too careful with them and not the first three pitches didn't come close to the strike zone. So I was like, all right, he's going to fucking bounce one here and walk him. And then I, well, like, I think, I think the threat of Stan being able to just hit one nine miles at any point, sure, mix sure. that in with, I think he may be a little spooked by judges shot to right field. Fair enough. That's okay. That's a fair way to look at it. Yeah. Right. Then, But then he came that got that strike, got a little bit empowered, came at him with 99 mile of heat. 
Which, yeah. I mean, stand swing. If you made contact, that ball is still going. Like, yes. <laughs> but uh, and then it was all over. It's um, base strikes him out. But that that pitch like changed everything right there. If he walks him, a little more pressure. Rizzo's coming up. A little, you know, different situation. But strikeout fires him up. That's it. End of story. So that was um, it. Yeah. Uh. All right. Thanks. Any more? Any more fucking stupid quotes you want to give me? Fucking Hal, say something about. Uh, uh, I don't know. Parking prices. How's not? How's not going to know what happened until he gets the post tomorrow? Parking prices went up fifteen bucks for Saturday's game. Like, what is it? Uh, all right. All right. Ready to picks? <laughs> I'm ready. Hey, I don't know if we've done this. Uh, we both went three and zero last week. I, I don't think we've ever done that before. Six and a week for both, you know, for the for the show. That's, I mean, monumental. Whether it's happened for or not, it's monumental when it happens. So, uh, do you want to take the week off, <laughs> not make picks, <laughs> or do you want to keep yeah, it going, it was, let it ride? Um, we're gonna let it ride. We probably shouldn't, but no, yeah, we're gonna keep ride. it going. Got it. Back to work. All right, well, I got to I got to flip a coin here because I don't have a coin. Oh, I do have a coin. Ready? Call it. Yes, heads. It is a head. I'm gonna defer because I don't have anything written down. So I'm I'm I gotta go to Oddshark and see the up to date. Okay. Spreads. All right. Let's see. What do we got here? Okay, first game on. My picks. What should I ride a team? I don't know. I don't know about that. Riding a team never works for me. Yet. I'm see. I got the same thing. I got a bunch of check marks and no clue what I want to do. Okay, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with this team. Uh, you got two teams coming off a of bye. Houston goes to Vegas. Uh, Vegas is favored by seven here. I I don't love the number. Vegas is not a seven point favorite. Probably anytime. And I'd hate when I do this. Usually, I wish I had the stats on this. When I start picking a game, I talk to you why I shouldn't pick this game and then pick it anyway. Mm. I wonder I wonder what the numbers are. Um, oh, for 61. Um, with that being said, uh, I just think Vegas kind of comes out hot off the bye. I think they put up a few points there. Houston, of course, can, can battle a little bit. They got a good running attack. But... Um, Davis Mills, of course, for big Davis Mills fans. But um, I think Vegas just kind of takes care of business this week at home and, and wins handily. So give me Vegas by seven in my first game. Mm. Vegas minus seven. All right. Pick number one for me. We're going with a contrarian play right out of the gate. There you go. This line stinks. <laughs> Okay. This this line has a fucking Jeffrey Dahmer body parts in a in a vat s- smell. Wait, let me get right, all right. Jeffrey Dahmer in a body bag smell line. Mm. Mm. Is it Jacksonville? Jacksonville minus three. Yeah. Jack, I don't think that's as contrarian as you think, to be honest with you. Well, I'm on Odd Shark right now, and it says 87% of the money is on the Giants. <laughs> okay, well, I read an article today that had Jackson. So, well, I, that makes that makes perfect sense. I'll let you talk, but that makes sense that money's on the Giants. But go ahead. I yeah, I don't really have anything on the on the field to back it up. Jacksonville is one of the worst teams you could ever have money. I think they're this. I wish I had the numbers in front of me, like the past maybe two, three years, like who's been the worst team against the spread, I would almost bet anything it was Jacksonville. I mean, the one in 15 year that got them Lawrence, they were awful. Mm-hmm. Even uh, last year, they got the number one pick. Like they've not only have they lost a lot on the field, they've lost against the spread a lot. Like routinely, yeah. <laughs> routinely. They are yeah. one of the worst teams to have money on. Um but I, I can't help but, like, I'm just drawn to it. It's like, look, don't look at the sun. I'm going to look at the sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, minus three. And it started at two and a half. And it's going up. I have to take it. I have to. 
I have an I, obligation. It's a system. It's a system play, and the system is the spread makes no sense. I'm taking it. Yeah, I thought about making that my first pick. Um, this guy couldn't do it. Giants being involved, Hart Hart just won't let me uh, pull the trigger. I think the thinking might be Jacksonville has a defense that can bottle up Saquon. I I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, I'm, I made a point not to make any points like on the field. That's smart. It's purely just number. It's purely just betting numbers. Yeah, Fair Lawrence. Enough. I mean, Lawrence played well. I don't know. It's uh, Giants come back on the earth. Lawrence. Good defense. I don't know. Humidity. Let me talk. Heat. All right. Let me see about. Uh, I I I don't know who to pick in this game, so I'm going to talk to you about it. We're going to figure it out together. That's been my second pick. Well, it'll be my pick. So you have to tell me anything. Cincinnati's got a six. They're six and a half point favorites over Atlanta. As Atlanta comes to Cincinnati, a part of me thinks that six and a half is too big of a number for Cincy at home. But I think since he could put up some points in Atlanta. So what what I don't said like Atlanta feels like a little bit of a darling. Like are they good? Are they are they um America's team? They are America's team. Uh you know you know you know the stat, right? Atlanta so far. Six to no against the spread. Are they six to no against the spread? So mm-hmm. yeah. Um doesn't bode well for Cincinnati here, does it? I don't know. <laughs> it's up to me to decide, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, so is it, could Atlanta win this game outright? Yes, they could. I don't know why, but they could. It's so weird because they lost Corderell. Now they have like a triumvirate in the backfield. Somehow they figure it, they figure it out to make it work for them. Each guy's got their own role. Um. This like Mariota somehow is a tough competitor. Not somehow. He's always been kind of a tough competitor. He had a little grit. A little grit. I went with Cincinnati last week. And hit. Mm. Yeah. I think this is the week that I, this week this week I go with Atlanta. Atlanta is this tough team. Goes in there, keeps it close. There you go. Atlanta plus six and a half. There's the All point. right. It's going to be a big teaser week. A lot of six, seven-point spreads. People are going to do a lot of six-point teases. So I would like to find somebody who is going to upset a teaser and win outright. Nice nice six, seven-point dog. Mm. Uh mm. This might not be the smartest pick. <laughs> I'm going with the Browns getting six and a half okay. in Baltimore. Okay. There's something wrong in Baltimore. There's something wrong. Even when Baltimore wins games, you know, last second field goal against Cincinnati with Tucker. That Patriot game they won in New England was back and forth for a while before they pulled away. Matt got injured. You know, when you look at their losses, you know, blowing a lead to Miami, blowing a lead to the Giants. Um, they blew that big lead to the Bills. Something is wrong in Baltimore. I don't know if it's Lamar. I don't know if it's the coaching. I don't know if it's the defense. I think it might just be a combination of things, you know, as a collective unit, they just don't know how to win. They don't know how to put teams away division game. And I'm getting six and a half. I think Cleveland can keep it close. Um, I, 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 at first sight, you would think this spreads a little bit higher, but when you realize Baltimore is three and three, I mean, they've been very average and, I mean, they're a game better than Cleveland. They're a game up on Cleveland and Pittsburgh, tied with Cincinnati for first. We've kind of all like overrated Baltimore in our minds because we're used to seeing them be good, but and it feels like they should be five and one with with these games that they. I mean, they could be six and zero. Oh. They they blew three. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure their three losses are all double. I just right, they're all they all double digit uh, second half leads. So, um. 
they just can't put teams away. It seems like even when they win, it's close. So give me Cleveland to uh, keep that close, plus six and a half. Fair enough. Okay. There you go. All right. Game number three. All right. I think uh, I don't like that. Yeah, I think I'm going to ride a team here. All right. I'm going to hop on this team again. They're going on the road against a shaky a shaky opponent. And there's I think this is just one of those fun teams to be in on the games. I think Seattle's just a fun team. I don't know what I don't know what it is, but they it's the Geno Smith factor. Lockett and Metcalf, you still see them like they're very good receivers. Uh, they got that kid Walker now is a threat. Um, I, I just they're they're a fun team. They're six and a half point dogs going into Chargers. Chargers we know are not uh, not as dominant a team as we look for. Banged up on D. Um, they just—I don't see them dominating anybody right now. I see them, you know, they could put up points, but so can Seattle. I just—I just see them playing close games, and Seattle's going to go in and be. Geno Smith has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder too. That's the one thing we don't talk about. Geno, Geno's got a little bit of a chip. He doesn't like the disrespect he's gotten throughout his career. This record he's getting now, people are surprised he's playing well, and he doesn't like that. So he has—he's got things to prove, and. Uh, four o'clock or four twenty-five on Sunday. He'll go into LA and make his point again, again, and uh, cover the six-point spread. So give me Seattle and Gino plus six. All right. Uh, need one more. I want to ride this team, but got some concerns at quarterback. You know, I'm going to do it. There's no reason they shouldn't. I'm going to take New England on Monday night. I think – so it sounds like Mac might play in this game. Yep. If Bailey – if Zappy plays, I love New England in this game. And I don't know. Incorporate a guy coming off an injury, ankle injury. Uh, first game back, rusty Monday night. Mm-hmm. Everyone watching. After Zappy kind of like came in and did his thing, like I don't know. It's uh, and I we I really it sounds like he's a game time decision. So I'm just gonna lock it in. I I love this game. If Zappy plays, if Mac Jones plays, I'll be nervous. Um, but New England won for me last week. They're about to go on. I mean, they're already going on a little bit of a run, but this is a very soft part of their schedule where, I mean, Belichick, he's going to feast on Justin Fields. I mean, come on. That is true. Very true. So they'll be on a three-game winning streak going to play the Jets next week. (laughs) I think New England wins by double digits. It's going to be New England minus eight. Uh, Do you think – how short is Mac Jones' leash? Man, I if he plays, obviously. It says quarterback Mac Jones expects to be ready for Bears. Yeah, I don't like that. It sounds like they're, they're all in on Mac. Right, so he can. Uh, he can He'd have out. to be really bad. He'd have to be really bad for them to pull him. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't uh, – see, I'm getting conflicting. It sounds like he's playing, but I also said saw he was limited in practice, which if I hear limited in practice, it's not encouraging. Whatever, yeah, but, I, don't have, but, I don't have a third pick. But it could, so. just be, it could just be limited because they're protecting. Yeah, true. He, may be, he just maybe didn't like run suicides. Yeah, he didn't do laps. Right. Honorable mention, I like the Lions getting seven in Dallas. Okay. Um, I Dak's first game back. I don't. I I could see Detroit stealing that one. 
I do too. Dak, Dak picked a cupcake to come back to. Detroit's he wanted no. Black. He wanted no part of the Rams. He wanted no part of Aaron Donald. He wanted no part of the Eagles last week. He's coming back. I got Lions and Bears at home before the bye week, <laughs> and I just feel like he's losing one of those games, and it'd be more likely to Detroit than Chicago. Detroit's coming off a bye, getting a little healthy. I can see that. Yeah, I got a feeling about Detroit. I should have made that my pick, but it's all right. Too late. I already wrote it down. Can't change it. Sorry. No, nah, hands off the ch- hands off the chess piece. Sorry, it's already in the book. Are we ever going to see an offensive outburst from Green Bay, or are they just going to be teetering on madness for the season? Like, is this I mean, the week? This would be the week. This would be the week, right? This would be the week. Right. I kind of like Washington though, because Taylor Heineke. Yes, that's what makes it hard to. That's what makes it hard to bet on Green Bay here. Is because you don't know what you're going to get out of this backup. I mean, you know what you're going to get. He's going to get some fire. I mean, you might throw a couple picks, which, you know, would make it Green Bay's game, but. I mean, Washington could win the game. Washington could win might, the game. He also might throw four touchdowns and run for one. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's uh, Green Bay is such a weird team, a wild card, because you know who's going to show up. Like, you feel like you might know who's going to show up, but then at one, one week, it, Aaron Rodgers is going to just be dropping dimes in the receivers' hands and like just blowing up because the defense sucks or whatever. Yeah. So it's just like it's going to happen. And then the week after, he'll be back and they'll be yelling at people and frustrated. And, you know, I think you have it. to treat the Packers like they stink until they do that, though. Yeah. No, that's why. Yeah. That's why they're a wild card because the second that you, well, if you treat them like they stink, that's when the good team shows up, the good version of them shows up. Right, that's what I'm saying. You treat them like that until they until they do that, though. Okay. Then you reevaluate. Oh, I should have. We should have started two weeks ago. Then should have, yeah. Because <laughs> this is the week we're gonna get bit in the ass. Yep. Um, Kansas City goes to San Fran, two and a half point favorites. San Fran. I, I, like I don't San Fran in that game. Yeah, San Fran's a weird place for these places for these teams to go play. We talk about. Home field advantage, but just being in San Francisco, something about that place makes it tougher for maybe not the crowd necessarily. I'm sure it's a good crowd, but um, just something about playing out there that makes it tough. Yeah, I can see that. I can see San Fran pulling that one out. The upset uh, Sunday Night Football, Pittsburgh, Miami. We get two is return in prime time, which is great because last time he was in prime time. Um, his fingers. Yeah, not great. Not, yeah. Um, but Miami's getting healthy, even you know, everybody around Tua, right? They're kind of getting healthier. Pittsburgh coming off a win last week. Is Pitt do you think Pittsburgh like sometimes these teams like kind of seamlessly go from one era to the next? Like obviously there's been growing pains. How what's Pittsburgh's What's Pittsburgh's ceiling, and what's like how? Or what's Pittsburgh's basement? Or are they just gonna, are they going to be five hundred? They're going to be like uh, their basement is probably eight. like four wins. So, you, but what do you, what do you think is more? Like, do you think it's more likely that they'll have four wins, or more likely that they'll have nine wins? Gun to your head. Let's do that old that old nugget. Gun to your head. Four wins or nine wins? Mm, what are they two and four? Well, uh, yeah, I guess this is a better question. I'm going to say more likely they have four. Wow. Wow. I think last week was just a, uh, like they're going to, they're just, gonna, they're going to probably have between four and nine is the real answer, but <laughs> they're going to have six and a half. Uh, How about four gun your head four or eight? See now, nah, I'm more likely to say eight. <laughs> all right, I just want to see where. All right, all right, that's fine. That's fair. That, that I don't. Me... I don't because nine gives them a winning record. I do not think they have a winning record this year. Okay. All right. No, is that a, that was just kind of like testing the water, seeing where you're at. That's all. Yeah. All right. I see them at. So what are they? Two and four. They have eleven games left. So five and six gets them seven. I could do Mike and the Mad Dog Styles do the schedule. <laughs> hey, it's tw- it's midnight. You might as well go down. I, uh, 
All right, Steelers schedule. It's I think like, last week was more just like they have a lot of pride. Like, well, that goes a know? long way. It goes a long way, though, man. I mean, they have players. Pickett might be a player. Pickens is a player. Is he playing though? Is he playing? Najee. Oh, it's right. Well, Mitch. That's another whole other thing. Yeah. So this week they got the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins win this week. Actually. Okay. If so Tua plays and he's healthy. Yeah, especially if it's Mitch. I think you're doing all right. Then they got at Philly. It's a very tough spot. There's there's an L, yeah. Home for the Saints. That's a game you win. Should be, if you're the Steelers. Home for the Bengals. Tricky spot. Division game. Could go either way. That's, yeah. We I'm going to say we, L, though. We could, hey, but in, depending on how, to, how Sunday goes and how... Uh, how they play against Philly, we could be going to that game saying, really prove something here against the Bengals. <laughs> and they got at Indy. Okay. That's a game they could have. So let's give them just two and three in their next five. That's four, four wins. There's four. At Atlanta. Probably going to be Atlanta's game. Atlanta scrappy, yeah. Yeah. Home, home, Baltimore. We'll see you guys where Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore might be in free fall at that point. At Carolina, that's a win. Home, Vegas on Christmas Eve night. That could be. That could be a win. Christmas Eve night. That's a game that Pittsburgh will probably bring it. Mm-hmm. Only game in town Christmas Eve. Then at Baltimore, home Cleveland. I think I think eight wins is more than fair. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say seven and ten. They go. I can see that. Well, and they can... just—they're basically like they're not really in it. They're more of like a spoiler in December. Yeah. Which isn't not bad. Not a bad place to be for the year they're having transition year. Yeah. Right, right. They're not gonna bottom they're not gonna completely bottom out. Right where they belong, middle of the pack. Right. Um, let's see what else we got here. New Orleans Arizona's played. Tampa Bay, Carolina, nobody cares. Uh oh, yeah, it's a terrible game. Indy, Tennessee. Winner is uh the front runner for the division. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> the spread tells me the spread tells me Indy, but yeah, Tennessee come up. Tennessee come up by. Indy stinks. I can't get behind Indy. I think Tennessee's a better team. I feel but like those it, teams play close games, but they're like boring close games. Yeah. Well, don't they can, don't they always play games coming out to the wire? But it's just like these teams fucking suck. <laughs> it's like one of those games. It's like one of those games, like what uh, what Indy Baltimore was last week. Field I mean, not the, game, or Indy Indy Denver. Yeah, field position, a lot of punts. Yeah, a lot of a lot of fun. What quarterback's gonna fuck up? Yeah, Tannehill or Matt Ryan? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, the spread tells me Indy, but my my eyes tell me like. Don't take Matt Ryan in that spot on the road. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jets go to Denver. How high are you on the Jets? I mean, if the the Jets should win that game. Yeah. I Russ think- is limited. Danger Russ is limited. Yes. There's no – the Broncos are a disaster. The Jets should – I don't even, the Jets shouldn't even have to play their A game to beat Denver this week. Yeah, yeah the Jet, the, the the Broncos might be a broken team that just happens to win a few games because I don't know, I don't know how they pull those games out. It but, sounds like Russ isn't playing the Jets. What does that spread go to if Brett Rippin starts for the Broncos? Is it like four or five? Three? I don't, I don't even know how. I'd say three. Yeah, I'd say three and a half. So three and a half, but then you know what happens if Russ doesn't play. 
his mile high game is back in play, which is yeah. ugly, ugly Broncos win. I but I think that the the Jets can win an ugly game though. I think it's kind of their game. I mean they they're on the ground a lot. I mean they don't they're not they're not relying on the quarterback to do too much. You know what I mean? Like they can ground and pound their way to it. And they have they have two if Brees Hall's a beast. Carter's good. And you can yeah. run like, you, you can, you know, go one in, one out. I mean, good to go, but uh yeah, I mean they might they might be ready made for a mile high game. I think I like the Jets more if Russ plays. You like the more if Russ does play. Okay. Yeah, if Brett Rippin plays, that could be like devastating same old Jets loss. <laughs> this is a new Jets, though. You believe you believe it's you believe that uh this could be same old Jets? The same old Jets might rear their ugly head at some point. You don't think the same old Jets are gonna rear their ugly head at some point this season? That's absolutely happening. This week, <laughs> it could be this week in Denver. It could be next week against New England at home when they're going to be favored against New England for the first time in, like, ever. It's going to happen at some point. Okay. The rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterback. He's not or a second, rookie. Second, second, whatever he is. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think we touched everything else. That's the rest of the weekend. That's it. That's it. Yep. All right. Well, you got anything else? We got a few minutes left here. I'm amazing I made it this long. And we're all better for it, too. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it for the show. Late night edition. Um, Yeah, I just I wish I had something. I I wish I had something. I hope the Yankees know that the roof's going to be open on Saturday when they come to the Bronx. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Fucking roof is open. That's what they're saying. Yeah, the roof. How about yesterday? How about yesterday? I and mean, what was the problem then? I and mean, what was the excuse then? Unbelievable! Yeah. All right, all right. Well, that's it for Sunday. Poor. Thanks for spending the time with us here. A great fucking weekend, and we will talk to you on Monday night. Yeah. Yes, Monday. Bears, Patriots. Um, God willing, we'll be on after game five, Yankees, Astros, if necessary. Uh, until then, have a good weekend. Enjoy the football. Enjoy the baseball. Uh, peace.